everyone. You're listening to A Fistful of Truth. I am your host, Delara Essengill, and this is my podcast. You can find this highly censored podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and much more, all listed at the Anchor.fm portal. You can also find me on my new website, afistfuloftruth.com, features the latest podcast, blog posts, and much more, all in one convenient location. And you can find me on my blog, delaraessengill.blog.blog. has so much information that you can gladly peruse, share with others, enter a keyword into the search bar in the far right corner when you visit the blog, and you'll be able to see all sorts of articles that I've been censored for, kicked off of Venmo, kicked off of PayPal. They can go suck it. They're anti-patriotic. And now they're going after users that have donated to A Fistful of Truth. You can also uh, enter your email address because as you can see, they don't want you to know the truth. So the only way I can stay in touch with you is if you enter your email address and join the rest of the people on the blog, 46,600 plus people on the blog, following the blog. Thank you for walking and talking with truth and sharing the information that I've worked so hard to put together over the years. Many years I've spent on that blog, 2013, I believe. So it's almost been 10 years way before POTUS took took the reins of this operation. And thank God for that. Thank you to everybody who supports A Fistful of Truth. 100% listener supported. 100% listener supported. Not paid for by anybody. No controlled narratives. Nobody controls this narrative. And I urge you to uh, not use PayPal and Venmo because they have told me so many different reasons. Listen to last night's podcast on You Heard It Here First. They literally not only are targeting me, but making sure it's safe for you to use PayPal and Venmo to donate to A Fistful of Truth. So therefore, they can go screw off. Uh, I've made other arrangements for those of you who just want to make a one-time donation. All of those links are located in the podcast description. Super safe. It's the same portal that is used to do the uh, monthly subscription. So if you want to do a monthly, enter your credit card. It gets billed every month. Um, Those are the monthly supporters. No longer should you use PayPal and Venmo. You can use the one-time donation links in the podcast description in order to make a donation to A Fistful of Truth since they're trying to make it harder for me. And I want to thank everybody who has been, uh, since last night's podcast, I can't believe the messages I woke up to this morning and the people that took (laughs) took to the new links. And thank you for donating through the new links. I really do appreciate it. And I appreciate one day being soon in the future. I'm praying that I'll just be able to eliminate all of this and just keep doing this for completely free like I used to, which is still free. The information's free. The blog is not monetized, will never be. So many greedy people have come to me saying, can we help you monetize your blog? And I said, no, that information is free. There's no ads over there. And I'm, on, I'm keeping it that way because that's, that's how I began it. That is my intention is to spread the truth and nothing but. I also want to thank the, uh, the lovely couple who contacted me and wrote to me and um, had heard what had happened with PayPal and Venmo because they had been help uh, donating every now and then to the podcast. And this amazing couple, God, God bless you guys. I, I'm not, I don't know you guys, but I do um, appreciate you writing to me today and offering as a benefactor to help support me and this podcast throughout the rest of the year. Um, I, I cannot accept that, but I do want to say thank you for the offer and just acknowledge you and say how humbled and grateful I am. But I truly cannot accept that. And I will keep going and keep spreading the truth. 
and uh, let you guys know thank you for for supporting this podcast because it means a lot to me to be able to sit here every day and hopefully I know that God is keeping me here and keeping me from finding work which is not I'm not seeking you know cabal employment but opportunities will increase as the truth is released to everybody and none of us are free until all of us are free so I'm doing what God has told me to do now and I want to thank you guys for not only supporting the podcast but also for sharing the information because without you sharing the information there's absolutely no way that I can I can get the information out because you know being censored off of Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and all these different pot, uh platforms, the Telegram is, is real, you know, in fact even Spotify puts up be careful CDC warning last Michigan Monday matters when we went to Michigan we were talking with a patriot in Michigan and uh, that has been censored and we weren't even really discussing anything very that 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 uh, serious or censorable however uh, it does happen and censorship is real so i do rely on you guys mostly to take the link copy it and paste it somewhere anywhere that you find suitable so today is the 6th june 6 2022 that adds up to 666 and that's a that's a uh, you know these these stupid little minions and their stupid religion that they that they have this luciferian communist agenda with the infiltration set of invasion i wouldn't be surprised if we see a false flag going on somewhere so keep your eyes open see something say something contact the authorities if you see something weird and you know get out of there if you're in a public place and you see something weird don't stick around get out of there because you don't know what's coming you don't know what these people are capable of so in the meantime stay vigilant so today is monday matters we are going to florida today florida florida where so much is happening and i have a, a dear friend and an aunt that i've known for many years who's going to be with us here shortly he's waiting so you can welcome to monday matters uh, daniel Well, hello and welcome to our favorite Florida patriot, Daniel. Welcome. Thank you, Delara. Good to talk to you. Well, I'm very honored to have you here with us today as I ap- appreciate and value your insights and I think you have a lot of um very insightful things to tell us about what's going on in Florida because Florida has been a, a hot spot in this uh what we're calling this great awakening since day 1 especially since our beloved potus has his uh, marlago there and there's been a lot of interesting activity politically in Florida of course for many reasons but um I'm just going to hand you the floor and let us uh, let you tell us for this Monday matters which is today this the 6 today is uh, the 666 by the way did you know that uh, june 6 the 6 month the 6 day monday matters and then the 222 that's another 666 so well the most important thing about the day today <laughs> is that it's the birthday of my beloved mother who passed away a number of years ago oh and she was amazing so god bless her god bless and her and rest her soul amen her soul so yeah i've been in florida since um November I came for uh Thanksgiving and Christmas to spend with um some family here and ended up staying so we've been here a little almost 6 months now I guess it's getting on to be and um 
I had uh, moseyed down the East Coast to get here. Um, I was living in a rural, very rural place before here and had left a big blue city during the big lockdown. So I really, um, for the for most of COVID, I was just in the country, you know, and in a very, very quiet place where I really wasn't affected by the lockdown, unlike most of the people I was still working with remotely who were still in the city. And then um, we decided to come down to Florida because um, it's a little more populous, a little bit more metropolitan than where we were living and we had family and friends here. So that's how we ended up here. And, um, you know, I heard good things about it during the lockdown. It was much like the state of South Carolina where I'd been staying and uh, it was pretty, um, people were still free. I was moving to yet another free state in my definition of what freedom is, which is, you know, not being hassled wherever you went and not being asked for a vaccine card and not being, you know, uh, getting into arguments with people, you know, um, about my status. Did you have a question? When you say the city, uh, could you define for the audience which city you're referring to? Oh, Metro New York, Metro New York. Okay, thank you for that. So, because, um, you know, I mean, I was like, well, I don't know if I can go back because you know, they've, they've made life unbearable. And now that I've left the city, I don't know that I want to go back, you know, because once you leave, you're like, wow, there's a whole world out here and so many nice, lovely people and life doesn't have to be such a grind. You know, I lived through 9-11 and I lived through the, you know, the crash in the eighties and, you know, all that crap. And, um, the country life be, has begun to appeal to me. But um, we are in, you know, Broward County and greater uh, Fort Lauderdale now, which is metropolitan, very suburban. Um, you know, everything's here. Gets a high influx of people during the season. itself. There's, you know, I don't know if people are aware of how many it's like the kind of Venice of America and all the boats get serviced here on the East Coast. It's, it's a huge industry. And um, there's a lot of athletes live Fort Lauderdale to get in and out of, and they train here during the winter. So um, it's been really nice um, just to be kind of out of the sticks. Uh, where we were living, you know, on uh, miles from everyone and, you know, six mile drive to get groceries in a small town and now to be sort of back in, um, things seem to be moving along. It is a little odd here, you know, um, people are all of, most people are vaccinated in the area in the neighborhood I live in and, um, but they haven't asked us if we're vaccinated and most people are not wearing masks. Although monkeypox, when I've been at the supermarket after, you know, monkeypox news hit, I noticed they all masked up again, but 
<laughs> it seems to have subsided since the initial, you know, push because we've had other, you know, topics, other other stories. You know, we had the shooting to uh, occupy everybody. You know, and uh, you know, yeah, they can only handle like one major story a day. You know, one crisis a day. So, <laughs> monkeypox. One the minute monkeypox goes to the you know third story the masks come off, they all revert, because I, I don't know, that's just my observation. I did um, gain weight during COVID and I joined a small gym here and lost like 18 pounds and met all these great people doing this challenge, you know, and I've continued on with that. I met some really, really cool people you know, when they, when you read, like, you know, just people will come to you, like-minded people, you'll meet them, you know, it'll happen. Yes. And I, that has happened. I've met some terrific people who are very young and very awake um, with their own stories of how they came to be awake. And they're just free thinkers. You know, there are a lot of free thinkers here. There is a lot of military and government contracting business here though as well and all the resorts hospitals systems here and uh government companies that are dependent on contracts government federal contracts sorry about that folks we had a little internet outage on my behalf Censorship is real, so we're just regrouping and starting over here again. So welcome back, Daniel. I'm sorry to have interrupted you. Oh, that's okay. Um, so, you know, since leaving um, the country, you know, our life is much more social. We have made new friends and we're seeing old friends. And that's really great because we were also isolated during lockdown. You know, and um, there's just nothing compares to direct connection and seeing people live, you know, um, so it's a, just an entirely different thing than a digital connection, even though um, we're all relying on those. And um, I will say, uh, you know, so it's there are people of two mindsets and um, most of my family is uh, been taking the medicine and um, I have to navigate those conversations very carefully because right. uh, I don't want to escalate a, a, like a division within in those important relationships, nor do they, nor do they. So there's sort of a, a truce, but it's, it's all sort of a, uh, a fake existence because nothing really honest no honest conversations can really happen everyone's just sort of in this strange uh, altered reality of uh, getting on and uh then you know i've made a lot of new friends um met some different people who've told me their stories and how they got how lockdown affected them and what's happened to them and with their jobs and things like that and um 
I think for the most part, um, people in Florida are faring really well. You know, there's a great deal of more mobility and uh, activity here in the in the greater uh, in in Broward County and Miami. Things are things are busy, but um, you know they suffered. You know, there's a lot of businesses that haven't come back, even though it's the season was strong and a lot of people came for the, you know, the snowbirds were all here. Um, businesses are, you know, businesses, not what it was. It's just not what it was. But there are a lot of um, small businesses here and they seem to have hung in, you know, they're not closed. And I've met um, people who moved here from California and New York and brought their businesses here and they're doing well. So that's good to know, you know, that's good to hear. And that's made me very sort of pro-Florida um, in terms of we just had kind of a hurricane scare and a big rain and the media is like go on, goes completely bonkers with this hurricane scare and um you know, people stocking up on all kinds of things because the, the threat of a hurricane is real here, but hurricane season, you know, it being my first season as a recent person living here, um, I mentioned to friends, oh, you know, uh, I picked up a few things and uh, it was raining and uh, I was picking up a flashlight and they were like, well, it's just hurricane season. Like, don't worry. It's, it's like, you're going to get this the whole season. It's, it's they, um, but I mean, in the back of my mind, I'm wondering, are they just going to, because Florida is sort of against the general national narrative in so many ways, the blue narrative, like, are they just going to flood it out? You know, it's this weather manipulation. Who knows? You know, but one thinks about these things. Um, and a lot of people um, acquiesced to the requirement to get jabbed for their work. I'll say that again. A lot of people acquiesced to get the medicine for their work. And um, at the same time, a lot of people have um, continued to thrive and um, taken an alternative path. So make of that what you will. It feels like a good place, but we're all kind of wondering what's going to happen next. Um, I have a question. Yes, ma'am. Since you are in, uh, since you are, you know, you're there, well, I have two questions actually, but since we're on this topic, do you feel that there's a possibility of another uh, lockdown coming? Always. Yeah. Why, why do you say always? Just because of what we, we live through or just what you're observing? Um, more of, of because of what we live through. If they did it once, they can do it again. You know? True. They, they showed that it can be done. They have all the mechanisms in place and they know where people will, will um, what, acquiesce and won't put up any resistance and what the mechanisms are to accomplish that in areas where they had less success, they'll probably refine their toolbox. <laughs> I mean, it's all kind of interesting. Um, you yeah, know, there's, there's sorry, no... What? 
Oh, I had another question. I didn't know you were done. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Since you've been in, you know, you've been in New York City since 9-11, you mentioned at the beginning of our talk. And that's a, quite a, you know, quite a long time to have experienced and, you know, really lived in New York. And now you're in Florida and you're seeing a difference between the people in New York, if you're traveling down the East Coast, and the people in Florida at this present time. What do you think the biggest difference is between those demographics and how people are like the, the overall feeling of people? Well, um, the people who've stayed in New York, um, they're, they're all in, you know, there's no, um, I don't argue with them. You know, they don't ask questions. They make their positions known. They're pretty much all in on whatever the mainstream media and the NIH and the CDC is, is saying, mm -hmm. you know, there's no, no pushback. It's all, um, Herd the mentality. Herd mentality. That's, yeah. that, that's their truth, you know? So, yeah. um, I have been, you know, during lockdown when I was really separated and I had left the city, I had time to really reconnect with God and live in a place where my mind could be quiet and I wasn't constantly receiving messaging over and over again. You know, I, I just, I have a lot of questions. I'm, I'm very concerned about where our society, where our world is headed. It's all rather terrifying if you look at the big picture. And um, I feel pretty comfortable in here in Florida because I'm less isolated and I have met some other people who, you know, who will tolerate a discussion about this. They won't tolerate it. It's like you can have it. I'm like, oh, I, I, my first reaction was, oh, they're so tolerant. But I was like, well, I'm just used to being around people you can't talk to, you know, because it's like they, and, and um, there are people here who just, who know, but don't want to know. So, you, you know, there's that. There's the no, I don't want to know. Right. I know, I suspect you're right, but I don't want to know. And then right. there's, there's people who, um, like I was getting my car fixed, my oil change, and we all had to sit in this room mm -hmm. with the TVs blasting. I hate that. So I took the chair and I went out to another, I brought a chair out into another area where there was no TV and there was a, someone already sitting there. So we started talking and I was just like, oh my God, can you believe it? It's like, it's too much. Like, why do they have that on? And it's, it's just constant. Right. And, um, you know, she lost her husband during lockdown, during COVID, you know, the worst of it. Um, here in Fort Lauderdale and um, wasn't able to be with him. And uh, decisions were made very rapidly in the hospital. And uh, she wasn't able to be with him. You know, she was married for many, many years with grown wow. children. Very and, different. you know, he was put on a ventilator and he was dead in three days. Yeah. So. For many, you know, 
that we won't go into here, but for many reasons. <laughs> of course, of course. And she she was a she was a you know kind of she knew everything. She she, she did. was very she surprising. And um was going, you know, was in a prayer group and trying to trying to navigate and move move forward. Very um, hard. I have some other friends who um, um you know for various reasons are living their best life, you know, au natural, you know, just right. work on their uh, their immune systems um, and want to strengthen their their own health, you know. Um, so that's been just great. There's a there's a real strong vibe. And then I've met a lot of New Yorkers who are both who are very awake also and very asleep. So it's it's all over the place. The news here, we don't get any news really, you know, it's um, always uh, very dire and extreme and terrible stories. Um, you know, it's like this serial killer who was found just recently. I haven't really read about it, but I've seen. I have lips. the article. I have the article pulled up. Can I? Can I? Can I give you guys a little? Uh, sure, sure. Because it's funny you just mentioned it. I was happened to be looking at it. So here we go. Very uh, synchronicity here. So the remains of a 15-year-old were found in Florida and identified 50 years later. This is from the Yahoo page. Um, basically, 50 years ago, a 15-year-old, which would be a juvenile, and um, God knows if there was any kind of, uh, this is a special victim in, in my theory, because it's, it's a child, uh, not an adult. And apparently this, this um, murder was... Uh, found uh, through the DNA testing that they were able to do. And they think it might be a serial killer cop, a dirty cop. And uh, before I hand, you, hand it back to you, Daniel, I think they're blasting this kind of news out because they, they use DNA testing all the time to figure out what crimes have occurred and who, who did it, you know, the who done it. But I think they're highlighting these, this on NBC and CNN and all the big MSM fake news because I believe that there's some white hat influence when it comes to the narratives that are going on. Of course, there's both the yin and yang, but I believe that they take what, you know, they can take this and they're trying to show us, I think, that DNA testing is going to be really important in the near future because there's a lot of, of folks that have uh, left us unnaturally. And DNA testing is going to become a huge part of, uh, exposing a lot of these, uh, not, not the crimes that we're talking about uh, coming from you know, medicinal choices, but the crimes that are gonna be exposed about humanity because human, I mean, this is kind of a dark subject, but you know, we're not here to talk about rainbows and butterflies today. I mean, at some point, hopefully that will be the case, but DNA testing will be huge in identifying bodies of victims that, have, that are literally children from these underground tunnels because you've got to give the family some closure. That's the most important part of uh, people who go missing, people who have missing children. When I worked in that, the, the closure is the most important part for families, even though it's a very difficult thing to go through, to not know is worse than to know. Right. 
Right. So anyway, back to you. Thank you for letting me barge in with that. Well, um, yeah, I just, you know, I, when I was in South Carolina, I just, I made some friends and uh, I stayed, I speak to one good friend daily and she had some terrible news about uh, a child victim, um, just gruesome that just happened. And um, I, you know, as people who watch all these shows, whether it be uh, Netflix or whatever, I'm like, yeah, wh why? You know, like, you just have to read the news or talk to people. They're just the most terrible things happening everywhere. It's just really hard to not consider demonic possession as part of what's happening. I mean, just- Do you believe that's real? Do, do you believe in demonic, I mean, do you not believe in demonic possession, but- No, you... I have a very strong faith and I absolutely believe in demonic possession. I think these people, when they, when they don't carry God in their heart, that they are open to yeah. being, being manipulated. They go down the wrong path. What's going to keep them? What, what, what is going to, you know, they're lost. They're lost. It's, it's, you know, it's real. Um, it's not an accident. So the invisible anyway. enemy POTUS has told us over and over again, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, authorities, and against the powers of this dark world. The invisible enemy so you know this it's just very sad you know it's very very tough as our child did nothing other than be adopted and then to be abused and murdered oh my so goodness. that's so, a very is this, rough you know? is this somebody you know um I did not know the family or the child, but I am uh, acquainted with the person who reported it. Oh my goodness. And um, they are grieving. They are grieving because they just felt, they felt like they did the wrong thing when they reported it because it went badly. Then the, the child was, ended up dead. How, so, how old was this child, if you don't mind me asking? 12, 12-year-old 12 12 girl. One of uh, millions of children, really, at this point. It's not just hundreds of thousands. If we look over time, I mean, look at the article from Florida about the uh, girl who disappeared in 1972. Imagine just from that date onward, how many millions of children. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I start, you know, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, how did I get here? You know, like, why am I? So, right. um, you know, uh, but, you know, I read things early on. I, I read the, you know, the story of the finders. Have you ever read that? That was down here in Florida, the men traveling with the children. No, I haven't read that. Oh, it's, you know, it's a terrible story. They, these adult men were trafficking children and they were seen, I believe in Tallahassee, uh, letting them play in a playground, but the kids were all, you know, basically feral, you know, in soiled diapers and dirty, and they were being, you know, transported to a special school for brilliant children. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's a terrible story. And they had, you know, very advanced 
technology associated with the office, you know, with the network they were working with. This goes, you know, so there's that. There's just things that don't add up and that's just are disappeared, you know, but. I, I've been told that it's normal and I've, I've spent quite a, quite a bit of time in uh, South Beach, Miami uh, over my lifetime when I had to be there for work once a year for a convention. And I've heard lots of stories how it's normal. Check this out. Check out what people define as normal who live in Florida, Floridians. For human heads to be walking up on the beach. Oh, Not yeah. the body, just the heads. Yeah. I mean, what does that tell you? I don't even know how to process that. And I worked with serious crimes. So is it the cartel offing people's heads and or what was going on? Was it Epstein Island having an overflow of, of body carnage? I mean, at this point, it, it's just so gross and so bad. You can't, you can't just ignore even the worst possibilities. But then again, you can't, you know, think about these things all day long. But, you know, this is why we're talking because the news isn't telling us any of this. And you said when we started this conversation, you know, we're talking about the girl that was found with the DNA testing in the, the 50 years. I mean, she has a name, my goodness. Um, but the news isn't talking about that, is it? Not that you watch any TV, but you were forced to when your car oil was getting changed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we have it on, on occasion because um, it's good to know what the opposition is up to. But I find it, you know, I can't tolerate it for long. And I usually have to turn off the sound. Yeah. Like I can, I can watch it. But I, I can't do the, the the sound is the most disturbing part. It is disturbing. Do you know why? You well, do I mean, yeah, they've like, you know, they've patented the technology and like they're doing things. So they're sending out vibrations that are yeah. mind altering to rope you in and to put you to sleep, you know, or something, actually, something can, like that. I can actually uh, testify personally to this. Because when I was working with uh, Universal and some of the majors, all of them, you know, Warner, Capital, all of them, yeah, uh, they had, I had producers coming up to me from both television and music, young kids with, you know, bright eyed and bushy tailed, ready to go to work because they've said they, they love what they do. That's why they come here. They love what they do. And they're coming up to me because they're noticing I'm on the good side, you know, during right. the course of interacting saying, Delara, can you help me? They're forcing me to put these bad frequencies in. Right, right. So here you go. We don't need to guess at any of this. No. And it's painful to the ear gates. It's painful to the mind, the aura. Uh, it, it actually causes disease, dis-ease. Right. They know this. They've got it. And there's just like, you know, there's a real, there's a lack of live music. There is, you know, you really have to right. look for it you have to seek it out to find someone who's going to like sing and play a guitar we did find a place that's kind of great but um it's only on the weekends for a couple hours but he's great and um what else oh i went i hadn't been to a barnes and noble in like forever me neither and, and i used to love the bookstores and i was just oh wow what happened just like who's writing all this garbage? Oh like, yeah, it's all cabal, all cabal. Like these tables of books and titles and um, black becoming and Michael, and becoming Michael, philosophy and and mis, you know uh, astrology and the whole sect, the Harry Potter section. All and, dark. Yep. 
oh astrology is dark but yeah it's they're pushing a new age dark uh, all sorts of books about jesus even that aren't real it's awful just real crazy stuff you know the transgender and gay section with pride coming up and just all these titles and i could just tell the books are the, the the books are flimsy you could just tell just by the titles and the covers everything's i just I had to leave it was too triggering i was like oh god i i need i wasn't prepared i thought i was gonna like have a bookstore experience you thought got, you were... <laughs> so you what i do is for... i go to the i go to the thrift stores where all the old books are donated and i go book shopping there because it's like you gotta go to like before this era you know or whatever's yeah. happening if those um, if those stores survive the 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 shutdowns that that was part of their their plan i believe to just get rid of all of our our knowledge oh yeah oh yeah and i recently um yeah. changed phones and i i lost a bunch of, of intel that i had on my old phone now the phone won't work i'm going to try to go get it reactivated but i was like wow this is weird it, hmm. it was and now it's dead but weird weird um how are your gas prices I, I i hear they're around like five bucks is that what you guys are at no we're holding it 450 we're you holding are? it 450 yeah send me some gas daniel send me some gas we're holding it 450 and people are stupid people have to drive here you know we really only have one major highway 95 and it's there's a lot of um a lot of crazy accidents i mean um a friend of mine who moved, I, you know, you can't really go out without having some kind of driver experience. Yes, you know? I found and, that to be true too, lately. And, um, you know, it's, it's very much like uh, bad drivers in New Jersey, you know, Manhattan and Metro and New York. <laughs> What's that? The bridge and tunnel drivers. They know they have to know how to drive, or they'll just you know they'll be dead. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. if you don't Bridget. know how to drive in New New York, or, or you can't. And you know, and when I, I lived in L.A. for a while, and that's I always say that's really where I learned how to drive. You know, when you, I can, yeah, it's very hard to drive in Los Angeles. It's not like yes. people think it's easy because we have such wide open freeways. It's oh, no, not. No. It's like it's worse. It's almost as bad as Rome, and Rome is pretty effing bad. Like when I could, when I could get from like, you know, Santa Monica to Burbank, you know, and like, I knew the freeways, I knew my way around on the freeways and knew how to get off and take surface roads. I was like, wow, I really know how to drive, you know, like this is, this is some real driving, but being like on the, the 405, you know, coming up back to Santa Monica from you know, South LA and being in like a huge traffic jam at three in the morning and be like, where are, what, what is going on? You know, that's done by the way, you know how you remember that? That means you really did live in California because nobody would know that unless you lived here, you would be up at three in the morning, coming back on the 405, just like you said, and there'd be a traffic jam and there was no construction. No, just people going home. But that's not happening anymore at all. It's like a small town where after nine o'clock you can cruise around anywhere because people got so used to not going out due to the the Rona, the Rona scare. 
Um, so freeways yeah. are pretty, pretty, I mean, from what you're describing and what I know, what we both know, what it was like to live in LA. First of all, it's just like Florida. You have to have a car. It ain't New York city. It's not San Francisco. Uh, I don't know what other cities in the U S where you don't need a car, but you know, you, you really need to, you can't get from point A to point B without at least blocking off 45 minutes of your time, even if it means six miles, because right. you, you, but that's gone, Daniel, that's gone. You, you can get anywhere if you don't go during, you know, eight to nine o'clock when, or seven to nine o'clock in the morning when people are trying to get to work. And I don't know where these people have gone. That's my question. Where well, they're just, they don't have to go to work. Okay. What do you mean? They don't have to go to work, meaning they're not working. They're working from home. No, they're, they're all working using Zoom and using, yeah. you know, boom. It's all ready. It was all ready. Yeah, you're right. You're so right. It, ha it happened so fast. It was like, well, wow, isn't this interesting? This is how they reshifted us. You know, I really think that it's not, I, I know that there's the bad guys out there. We know. I mean, this is the reason why we're even here talking about all this. But the, 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 the good guys have taken the bad guys plan and are using it against them. So in a way, when Pompeo said in uh, April of 2020, when he got up and took the stage and said, this is a fire drill, he only said it once. Remember, he was the head of the CIA. They only say things once. That's the rule. And then they move on from it. So you kind of have to remember what they said. You're right. I think we are facing another potential uh, lockdown in a different way. I call it a slowdown. So it won't be as harsh. People won't know that it's really being implemented. Like today, the uh, mask mandates are back in Los Angeles full force. They're saying there's a rise of COVID. Um, but I did want to mention something really quick when we were talking about the gas prices. California has reached almost $10 a gallon. A uh, $9.50 uh, is, is where it's at in the average up here in this Mendocino gas station. It's on, it's in the news. I posted it on my telegram channel and POTUS has been pointing in his last rallies during the decodes. We noticed that he was saying gas was at $9 a gallon, but nowhere was it $9 a gallon. He preemptively told us. So the marker, uh, even New York is having is gas at about five bucks. So California is taking the lead in the gas prices being pushed up on purpose because we have the high, uh, the biggest population is here. So you got to affect the biggest population and the most voter fraud happened here. So the gas price is going up, not by their own, from this plan, setting the stage, has to do with revealing the voter fraud that's going to be coming in California. I know that's a that sounds like it's not related, but it is. 38 well, million I, votes. Yeah, I did see there was an there, you know, I saw an arrest of someone in California for voter fraud on my quick like drive through the news this morning in my alternate really? news. Mm-hmm and um i've never known bilderberg the bilderberg group to meet in new york they're meeting right now in new really? york bilderberg 2022 don't they meet in europe yes i've never known it to be really in i uh, oh i think it's in dc yes it's in yes, dc that's what i heard i remember i i saw that and my brain had a cognitive moment going did i see that right or is it more disinformation <laughs> no i think i think it's real Hmm. on their agenda and i was reading who was there the agenda was published but you know the news won't touch it and most people will look at you like they never you know most people don't know about bilderberg no they don't but it is. so you know and i guess the who 
didn't get everything they wanted at their meeting for world to become like the I have I've been I've been catching up on the news leading up to the recent who meeting but post the World Health Organization I guess Brazil said no they're not going with it with the recommendations coming from the US which would basically you know take away our sovereignty we'd have to you know the who could declare the next pandemic and would be given control over health procedures and countries wouldn't be able to make their own decisions which is really scary yep so um you know for the time being we're keeping our friends close here in florida and um learning about the uh benefits of cbd and hemp oil for medicinal purposes oh it works amazing it works amazing wonders i mean i've been a cannabis wonders yeah many years lotions i mean there's all sorts of things you can do with cannabis people think oh yeah man i have to no it's not smoking and getting high there's there's a billion medicinal uses that we we probably don't even know what it could help with um i've never tried topicals like when you have a uh, injury Mm -hmm. and you put a, a salve like there's amazing cbd salves in california and they you know they're part of them has a little thc in it so like you, if you rub i mean it's like one to you know a hundred so you don't feel anything like you don't get high from these things what it does is it takes down inflammation and helps heal wounds people don't know this and um yeah so it doesn't mask the pain it's like it gives you the yes. uh, the what are they called the the cannabinoids yeah, the cannabinoids. I've actually thrown out a ton. I mean, I still have a few Tylenol and Motrin for God forbid an emergency. I refuse to take that stuff. Right. But I've thrown out so many painkillers over the years and I, I literally use topicals and it literally yeah. cures the problem instead of masking the problem. And what I don't know what year it was. We can look this up. It's very confusing though, because there are still, you know, they're now at the Delta 8. They're the, the hemp derived cannabinoids they are able to and you know you do get a different they come with the the, what is it called it's called um the broad spectrum i have a a company that i I work with i haven't i haven't really um focused on it too much because there's been a lot going on hemp therapies it's in the uh, podcast description oh okay i'm just doing a shameless plug that i just have their oil and i use it myself and I really, like I said, I haven't gone to town on it because there's just so much more important stuff going on. But you get half off your first order. So it's like 50% off. I'm just literally telling people to take a look at it if you're interested in it. I, I am able to get, I'm able to get cannabis products very easily because I live in Los Angeles. I mean, it's like the epicenter of the canna industry, uh, NorCal and SoCal. But yeah, there's a lot of, when, what year was it when they outlawed all this stuff? Do you know, Daniel? When was, when, let's type it oh, in, when was cannabis? I know, but you know, the hemp, hemp is like, under cannabis, you have marijuana and you have hemp. Correct. So the, the marijuana is what's heavily regulated and you have to go to dispensaries. But the, the hemp products, they have a lot more. That's the over-the-counter oils that you can buy and not have to, you know, provide medical proof that you know you can have it and they in california you can just walk in and and to any you don't have to provide medical proof of anything you can buy whatever you need anywhere Um, leading 
leading the way, right. So- 70, by the way, the Controlled Substances Act, the CSA, that's when they um, outlawed it for uh, medical use as well in 1970. So it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. No, and it was, you know, it was a really important colonial crop along with, you know, cotton, sugar cane, hemp. I believe the the constitution is printed, is is written on paper made from hemp. Yes. Clothing is made from it. Every and they they like erratic. It was not only could you make things out of it, you can make fireproof bricks out of it, you can make clothing out of it, you can feed it to animals. It's like a, it's an animal feed. It's like, it's an unbelievable product. And then it has all these medicinal, you know, you can extract oil from it and get medicinal products because of the cannabinoids. I mean, it's like a miracle crop. It, is. it really and is. They don't want anyone to know about it. So no. they create fear around it. I mean, there's so much fear porn around it, just like anything that's good for you. You know, anything that's good for you. Correct. Uh, you know, if God put it in on the earth for us to eat and consume. If it comes from God, I always say that's the diet and that's the way to consume the goods. If it comes from man, stay the heck away from it. So over the holidays, just speaking of like news that may, people may not have been aware of, we had a big like fentanyl overdose. A bunch of um, West Point cadets were here in a house during wow spring break and they they got a bad batch of fentanyl and all had heart attacks and were taken to the hospital and no one died but like God. they're really messed up like oh, no. they had one of them was at like the er for weeks Jeez. with yeah so wow the, the drugs are very much you know still here and there was a lot of concern about that and um spring break i drove through there once down on the drive like in downtown Fort Lauderdale on the beach. And it was like, I don't know. It was it was a lot to take in. It wasn't someplace I would feel comfortable. There were just too many, too many police and too many people. Wow. Like I've been there during spring break and it's uh it's quite quite a scene. Not a good yeah. one. It's not a good one. And uh, I think it was especially jacked up this year because these young people, like, you know, they're young. They want to have fun. They want to go drink on the beach and they want to, you know. And they were cooped up the for girls. Some, the right? girls want to chase the boys. The boys want to chase the girls, you know. So they had to shut it down a few nights, but it ended up without, you know, being any major, something too major, you know, happening. I think there were problems, but what there were no giant tragedies other than these drug overdoses, which is tragic enough. Right. But um, that's some of the local news. Well, thank you for all those updates. I mean, these are things that we just don't hear. Uh, you could go searching for it, but it just doesn't come to you uh, easily these days. And I've had a lot of people that are starting to question things. Daniel, I don't know. You were saying that you're having more conversations with people down there than you were up in the Big Apple. Well, a lot of the news here feels very syndicated, you know, like... Yeah. like the, the, the news is just what whatever is on the evening news is now you can pick up a print version of it it's like what i've noticed huh. they pretty much it's the echo chamber there's nothing um and the local news on television is is you know it's it's very um vanna white 
you know, like these local people telling local stories that there's no depth, there's nothing scary. It's either like a feel good or something horrible that you never hear about again. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, there's no real journalism. There's nothing really happening. Um, they're just keep, they're keeping the show going. And yeah. uh, that's, that's very apparent. So, um, to, you. <laughs> to, to you. me, to right. me, right. Like, like Surfside this winter, that, that building that collapsed down in Miami, you know, do you know, you, do, it was yeah, part I, I of remember. a, I remember. Right, right. So that looked like controlled demolition. It was. You know, so what was that about? But I met some people who lived in that complex who moved up here and um, at an art festival. So I didn't, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't hammer them, the person about it. They just, they had to relocate. They didn't live in the building. They lived in the complex and the whole, they all had to move out. So, but I do have um, a friend who's in property management here and, you know, there are these, the whole coastline here is filled with these condominium complexes with wealthy people who own property all over all over the place, come from other countries. And, you know, these are concrete structures that are built on sand that are constantly exposed to salt water. And um, it's uh, quite an ordeal in keeping them all maintained. And they're getting old, you know, they're built in the 70s. There's a lot of hurricanes. I mean, I look at Miami Beach and I'm like, oh God, it's all glass, you know? Like, what's, know. That, gonna, I what's mean, that gonna be like when the, yeah. when the big hits, you know? Because at some point, I hate to say it, yeah. it's yeah. inevitable. Yeah. Right, you live in California. At some point it's inevitable. There's gonna be another, you know, the, the no. ground's gonna move, you know? Yeah. Don't like to say it, but it's true. Yeah, it's just real. So, but, um, you know, we'll see. Just good things happening, and um, we're uh, managing day by day. Well, that's all the best we can do. What's the best we is. can all do is to manage day by day because you know, like you wake up and you don't know what's going to come next. So instead of living in fear, live in the moment, embrace God, embrace love, and just you know, enjoy every second because there's nothing to wait for. This is now, the time is now to live. You don't wait to live tomorrow. You live right now. And that's, I think a lot of us have been learning that. And it took some time for us to adjust to that, right? All of us, because we were always yeah. rushing to the next thing. Well, you know, when you're in the matrix keeps you really busy. It's oh, yeah. really, really, yeah. There's no, yeah. Um, and I think, you know, part of this whole process of people becoming more aware and awake um, for those of, you know, COVID helped that, you know, putting people in isolation, they had time to think and, you know, reflect. Some people did, some people didn't, you know? So it's interesting. It's all interesting. How about us reconnecting after so many years? Yes, so for the audience, um, I've, known, I've known Daniel for many, many years. Uh, he's known me for quite some time. And we got to connect uh, through this movement just with my online presence. He was able to find me. And I was so happy to hear from him. So 
sometimes I wake up, Daniel, and I'm like, why am I doing this? Nobody, you know, nobody's really going to get anything that they've already, I figure like the people that are awake are already awake. And the people that are asleep, they just need a big bang on the head from the, when they take over the MSM, or they got to hit these people over the head, wily coyote style. But then when these types of things happen, where I got to reconnect with you, that's just God working. So I thank him first. Um, but it's been a pleasure, really just a gift to have um, come full circle and be back in each other's lives. So I'm very grateful to you. You've always been a positive. I am too. In my life. I am too. So grateful. And I guess, you know, there are just some people who are willing to cons be fearless in looking at reality. You know, you've had your own journey and I've had my own journey. And um, there are just meant, I think so many people, so many people I know, they're just too afraid. Yeah. They, they, they don't have the courage to look at it. They've never had to really face something. And it's, a, it's very abstract, but it's, it's also just very, their fear is very real. I think and, you're uh, absolutely right. That's the biggest problem we're facing. And that's what the enemy knows. And it's using that to control them. But, you know, at some point your fear button breaks. I believe you know? that. I, I don't know when that's going to come for these people, though. Um, you know, I had lost so many friends, you know, in Me the too. 80s to AIDS. And, uh, you know, I tested negative, but I, but I lived like I, ha I had been infected, you know, because I had psychologically. Right. It's, you know, it's very, it's very, when this, the pandemic started, you know, it was, I realized, oh my God, I've, I, I, I already did this once before, Yep. you know, and oh my God, look who's at the center of it once again, Fauci. Fauci was at the center of AIDS. Of and course. here we go again, he's at the center of this. And that's really when I started, you know, scratching my head, if you will. Like, as, you know, this something's, this is getting ridiculous, but, they have very powerful tools, very powerful tools. Propaganda. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we were both on the same page reading the century of self, you know, and looking at um, Bernays. Yes. Edward Bernays. And, you know, most of this, I don't know. I just, I've always found all this stuff fascinating. And, um, but it's, it's true. Yeah. It's very difficult to live with, you know, because then you start seeing, wow, wow. But, well, um, do you have any other questions about Florida? No, I think we're good. I think we're good today. Um, awesome. I do want to say that, the, you know, as difficult as everything is, talking with you and exposing these truths are the way, the only way that we're going to set us all free. So I want to thank you for your, your, your um, inquisitive mind how your heart is always with God and how you always wish the best for everybody. Um, and you've always been a beacon of light for me. And I know you've been a beacon of light for many others and you continue to do so. So I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for not just being in my life, but for being in the life of others who have been blessed enough to be graced by your friendship, Daniel. Well, that's awfully kind of you to say. It's and it's, it's, it's it's difficult to, to take in, you know, but I am receiving it. Well, Thank you. 
with all due respect, thank you so much. And thank you for your time today too, here on Monday Matters. My pleasure. I'll look, I look forward to doing it again. Wonderful. Maybe I'll invite you back for a rant so you can really let loose. <laughs> <laughs> all right. God bless. God bless you too. Well, that's it for the Florida update on Monday Matters. Thank you, Daniel, for that great, the great insights and telling us what's really going on. I'd like to go over a little bit of what's going on in California. But before I do that, I want to go back to the 666. And, you know, POTUS has been warning us that there's another story coming. So I I pray, I pr- well, I think a lot of these things are false flags, but... I pray that the truth comes out sooner than later because I don't really think uh, anybody died at the Texas uh, NRA false flag. I think that was all, you can do your research. There's a ton of Anons that have posted pictures of these same victims over and over, the teacher from whatever, Sandy Hook and so forth. I mean, it just never stops with these people. But, you know, he did mention Jesse James in the uh, decodes that we've been doing with Snack Anon. Uh, Billy the Kid, Al Capone, and he's been talking about robbing banks. They said, Jesse James, why do you rob banks? And he said, that's where the money is. So I believe there might, you might, we might see a false flag at, at a bank. So let's just uh, wait for that and see what the, the DS moronic idiot players that are just keep doing the same things over and over again uh, will, will result in. So let's move on to what's going on in California. The, the gas prices up in Mendocino County where I grew up in the summers and rode horses and, and got to live um, and breathe on a farm. That was my summers and my childhood, which was wonderful because a lot of California is farmland. A lot of people don't know that they think it's just the sunset strip. It's not folks. That's just a tiny piece of this huge state, 38 million votes, that number 38, he keeps using that number 38 seconds. The, the, the women's, sports keep men out of women's sports and the swim team 38 seconds with that wind burn going on and then uh, he mentions 38 million again somewhere else so 38 million votes in california i believe that's the voter fraud that's going to be revealed in watch california we are the revival state check out my telegram channel today i posted a link to the trump international golf course and i lived up in carmel valley uh, some time ago and i had uh, relatives that lived in pebble beach darkest place you've ever seen. That place is so gray. Oh my God, they hold the Pebble Beach Pro-Am up there, but it is just gray and moldy. And so POTUS, SoCal is is sunnier and brighter, has much better weather, although I can't say much for the people down here. Um, Native Californians are always wonderful, and there's some great people that come in from other states too, but such a transient place where you get a bunch of douche-tards thinking they're going to be you know, famous here. So you get a lot of people coming into LA to scam and pull off all their fraudulent schemes because it's such a huge metropolis. But POTUS buys up the, some of the most beautiful property, coastline property. I mean, take a look at these pictures at the Trump International Golf Course at Palos Verdes. You think that Trump is investing in property in California because California is going to sink into the ocean like some of these fear porn uh, pay faggots are, are telling us, you know, the deep state uh, controlled uh, assets. No, California is not falling into the ocean. California is one of the most beautiful places on planet Earth. I have been all around the world. I've been all around the globe, minus a few spots, and I've never seen anything like my home state. I'm a 100% California girl, and I refuse to move from my state. This place is going to be the revival state. And yes, it's expensive to live here, but 
you uh, only the strong survive in this state. And I believe that the $10 a gallon is being pushed here in order to lead up to exposing the election fraud. Because look, there's a lot of uh, lies and a lot of these a-holes live here because it is one of the most beautiful parts of our country. So what's going on in California? There's some interesting things that have been going on this week. Um, they, we are ration, rationing our water because they're having a, a drought and the worst drought in 1200 years. I mean, my God. So there's just a lot of changes to our infrastructure. Watch the water, uh, you know, like the baby food shortage, because there's stuff in the baby food and formula that, that we shouldn't be feeding our babies. So they got to clean it up. So what do they do? They can't tell all these people that are in denial living in their matrix that there's poison in the baby food powder or formula. So they have to tell them that it's just not available. It's gonna, it's the same thing with how they shut down the, a lot of the meat companies, pig farms and et cetera, during uh, Tyson was also shut down during the, uh, the chicken company during the uh, COVID initial fire drill that Pompeo talks about, which was 2020 for all of us. So you tell people that there's a problem. There's a bird flu. There's a pork issue. There's a baby formula issue. There's a gas problem in order to change the infrastructure. You can't sharpen the saw unless you stop chopping the wood for a bit. So that's what we're doing right now. All right. Mask rules are back in California as COVID hits a danger zone. That happened yesterday. And also yesterday, there was a stabbing of a doctor and two nurses in the Los Angeles hospital. That happened in Encino where a doctor and two nurses were taken into custody for four hours later after a guy decided to just run in there and, and stab people um, in the trauma center. Excuse me. I don't believe that happened in the trauma center. I take that back. But you can look up that article on your own. And the gas prices are my, my main concern because at $10 a gallon is when things start to change. So hurry up, baby, get it to 10, 10 a gallon so we can move on because POTUS said that would be a marker for us. And he didn't say it like that. Of course, that was a decode. So do tune into all the decodes that I'm presenting here with your latest favorite snacking on. We'll see what he's snacking on next. Another um, piece of news is here, uh, the Navy in Southern California, a pilot was killed only uh, yesterday in a jet crash um, near uh, the desert. And it is kind of bizarre. So I think there are some interesting things around a pilot being killed after a U.S. Navy fighter jet crashed in California. Uh, there's also some other, you know, weather manipulation continues to go on. Um, and there are a lot of really weird things that are happening. A lot of accidents or vaccidents. Uh, vaccidents are being reported all the time. It's impossible to get on the road, as Daniel said, without trying to avoid some crazy swerving out of their lane because they got that glazed donut look in their eyes where they just had their free glazed donut for that fourth jabola that they've taken. So that's going on. It's just getting crazier and crazier, which is why POTUS told us to stay inside. You know, just yesterday, there was a guy killed on a collision right out here in Bakersfield, just, you know, getting getting in his car, in, in the, his morning car, just not minding his own business. Some vaxxed crazy runs into him. And then there was another person injured and one killed in Oceanside and a skydiving plane crashed near the Oceanside Municipal Airport yesterday uh, in Southern California. Who was on that plane? Take a look deeper. Take, <clears throat> excuse me, take a look deeper. Sorry, we had another interruption here, but I'm, I'm back. Finishing up the California uh, information the last piece I that I wanted to say about this state, as it is right now, there are a few things that are going on that I thought that were significant, and I'll save the best for last year. 
But there is a uh, update from the uh, California Attorney General, Rob Bonta, and talking about national gun violence and the whole false flag stuff that's going up there. They're really pushing against, uh, against our Second Amendment rights, which is their next agenda, you know, but I believe that the white hats are fully in control. And this is just being bought from dark to light by making the public aware. How do you make them aware? Well, the deep state is doing our job for us by creating these false flags. That's why I think that perhaps on uh, the, the next uh, story that's forming that POTUS keeps talking about, I believe is going to involve more gun violence and more faked deaths. Um, Also, there's some, in news coming up regarding the student loans that have still been put off nationwide, but I'm getting news from uh, California about this. But my main, main piece of news that I really liked that was um, presented here was uh, this California celebrity doctor. This California celebrity doctor, who else is a celebrity doctor that just happened to win the race in Pennsylvania that POTUS said he was going to win was Dr. Oz. And if you haven't seen my article called, called, on delaraessengill.blog called Did Dr. Oz See the Dick? With a picture of Dr. Oz's hand over Michael Mandingo's Mandingo. But this celebrity doctor on June 4th died while hiking in a Los Angeles park and he was only 53 years old. Now, what did I tell you guys about celebrity doctors? They make them go to all these celebrity doctors because a doctor, just like POTUS said, talked about Dr. Ronnie at the White House, how he had examined all the presidents. If he had examined all of the presidents, he would know about the, um, well, I don't know if he examined the first, the two first men that were in the office, uh, Michael Obama, but this celebrity doctor definitely knows about the nub and Jay Goldberg and OBGYN at Cedars sinai in Beverly Hills was found dead on Sunday at Will Rogers State Park, and he died of a heart attack. Goldberg celebrity clients took to social media on Friday to mourn the beloved doctor's untimely death after he was identified as this hiker. How convenient. So he goes on a hike, and then you got Teddy Mellencamp, star of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, was actually writing some bullshit about this doctor. And they get the the agents call up these these actors and actresses and make them make statements. This is how it works. They don't just make these statements on their own. They get a call saying, you have to write this. That's what the handler tells them. So that's what happened right there. But this guy, Mr. Goldberg here, uh, I believe he was in on all of these inverted cabal births because they have to go to these doctors that are designated and they're all cabal. They're all a network. So that doctor sends you to this doctor. You know how that goes normally. You know, people send doctors, send you to each other. It's the same thing with the cabal. They all know about the nub. They're all told to stay the fuck quiet because otherwise they get offed. So that's what's happening here. And I believe this guy was taken out. So celebrity doctor dies while hiking in Los Angeles Park. Another one uh, bit the dust. So you're going to see a lot of these stories disguised as he had a heart attack while he was hiking. That's not the real story, folks. We know what the real story is. So that's it for California and Florida this week. And thank you again to Daniel. And here we go. We'll talk about uh, what you can do to stay healthy, stay well, protect yourself from all sorts of dangers and invisible enemy out there here on the outro. So here we go. 
tuning in to Monday Matters. Monday Matters going around the United States of America, 50 states united, not divided. That time is coming. Once the truth is revealed, which it is being revealed right now, but once people start having to notice it, once once it's put in their face, once they take over the darn MSM, do it already, but they can't. They still got things to go through. This is huge. It's mind-blowing. It causes impatience, stress for all of us, but it could be much worse is what I remind myself every single day. And we should all remind ourselves to be grateful by the grace of God that we're here to witness these times and to be with each other and find trust each other and get ourselves through these times by focusing on being on the present. And like I said, always trust an almighty Father God. Don't listen to anyone telling you anything. You know, take it with a grain of salt. Because the only, only, the only that you can trust is the only Almighty Father God. And of course, Jesus Christ, our Lord. So, in the meantime, don't buy into the fear porn, but do protect yourself. Do protect yourself. Take your prophylactics, your your, uh, preventative vitamins. These are things we should be doing anyway. These are things that we should be doing anyway. So what it's really doing is telling us, hey, clean your water. Watch the water. Make sure you have a good water filter. I talked about this. You can check out my article and my podcast. My podcast called uh, How to Clean and Structure Your Water. You You can kill two birds with one stone and protect yourself from 5G frequencies. It's real. I'm not making this up. If you want to spend an extra 200 bucks and buy a meter and start measuring the insane amount of frequencies in your house, do it. But why spend that 200 bucks when you can put it towards the purchase of my favorite product that I own? that I've had for quite some time, uh, the Soma Vedic. The Soma Vedic is a device, a beautiful device that, that goes right on your home, looks like a piece of art based on the science of my dear friend and client, Dr. Masaru Emoto. Celebrities have this in their homes. That's where I first saw it, bought it to you guys. Put it in your home and what it does is it creates a bubble for you and your loved ones. Whether they have chosen to you know, participate in in vaccinating themselves or not. This is a must for every home. It's just like having clean air. I mean, I put filters in and change my filters all the time. I even have air purifiers in my house. And the kind of air purifiers I have are rabbit air purifiers. Those are my favorite, my favorite kind, even though the company uh, doesn't support uh, my, my uh, speaking out with the truth for, uh, for Donald Trump. I have friends that work there that do support our POTUS and I like their air filters, you know. Unfortunately, they're not, I don't think they're Patriot owned, but their air filters are are super amazing. And I don't know if they are or not. I just know that there's a bunch of purple hairs working in their office, but there are some good people too, just like everywhere else. However, just like the air you breathe, the air you breathe should be clean and it should be free of radio frequencies, EMFs, electromagnetic frequencies like 5G. You don't want to be bombarded by 5G because it does bad things and causes dis-ease, irregular vibration. It can it can cause havoc on your nervous system, which is usually the first place of the attack of the enemy is to get to your nerves, to upset you through bad news, bad frequency. We talked about the TV. My God, if you know, if you have a TV in your house, first of all, get rid of that devil real simple. But if you have somebody who has a TV and you can't get them to get rid of it, you better protect yourself. If you can do it, get yourself a Soma Vedic. It's 10% off in the podcast description with my 
my code Delara, Delara, D-I-L-A-R-A, gets you 10% off. And get one of those for your home and put it in there. It can also structure your water, but make sure you filter your water. Structuring your water is not the same as cleaning or filtering your water. And I recommend the, uh, what is it? The zero air, the zero, uh, zero water. That's what I use. But again, I don't, I don't work with that company. I'm just telling you what I use. So in the meantime, we pray for our nation. We pray that all these false flags and false narratives uh, be stopped. And uh, that's all really we can do is just hold the line and, and stay and be still and know that Father God is working and the wrath and judgment shall indeed be his. So thanks again for tuning in. Make sure you click share, share this podcast. There's a link uh, to share this podcast, whether you're listening on Spotify or Anchor. And please kindly share it, whether you're on Truth Social. Uh, I recommend you don't share it on Twitter because you'll get banned right away. <laughs> that's what seems to happen. But you can share it on other platforms or with friends or or family that are receptive. Other patriots are looking for more information. So please kindly share because if you don't, you see what happens as I've been banned from everything, uh, including all of the different things I've been talking about the last few days. So again, thanks for tuning in. God bless you, patriots. And where we go one, we go all. Mm -hmm.